You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. The sky will stay mostly cloudy today, just an outside chance of a few isolated showers around the high 78. For tonight, becoming mostly fair, the low at 66. For tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds, the high 82. And Saturday, partially sunny, the high 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit him online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show, Alabama One, Alabama One, One Together, Three for One. Interest rates as low as one ninety nine. Earn up to two hundred and fifty dollars cash back and get sixty days no pay on your RV, motorcycle, boat, and RV vehicle. Uh, loan and while you're there uh, get some insurance and great coverage on all of those items from alabama one insurance alabama one.org is where you can go and apply or you can visit our branches uh, where the lobbies are open our loan officers are there to serve you that's alabama one.org alabama one one together all right, Curtis Martin. I mean, Curtis Moore is still trying to convince me that the Big Ten is okay to get in. He said Notre Dame made it in the college football playoffs with one less game because they didn't have a championship game. The difference is that was an agreed upon thing that everyone knew. There was that at the beginning of the season there was no moving targets. There was no uh, different uh, uh, rule changes. Everybody knew that. But to me, they also went undefeated, right? They went undefeated. And so if Ohio State goes 9-0 and and there's a team that's 10-1, then maybe. Maybe you, you consider it. But if they're 8-1, and to me, you have to give the other team to Mulligan. <laughs> I mean, two different games. How many times would Alabama – how many times has uh, Auburn prevented Alabama from getting into the championship? Yeah, but Ohio State's not going to not play Michigan. Of course, they're in their conference. Yeah, just like so, Auburn's on ours, and that's their primary rival. They're going to play all uh, six of their other of their other division, division t- opponents, and they're going to play two from the other side. I'm not talking about from a rival. I'm just talking about just the number of games, the grind of the number of games. Yeah, so Ohio State doesn't play Rutgers. Who cares? We don't play Vanderbilt. Who cares? I do. I mean, you really think Vanderbilt's going to come? Well, well why, why, why don't we a championship or Rutgers is going to prevent Ohio State from winning a title? They could because they could get injured. 
There's things that happens in football games. I'm sure that Kansas State thought that they had a win. I'm sure Kansas thought they had a win. I'm sure there are different level programs in Ohio State than Oklahoma. It doesn't matter, but when you play football, playing the football game matters. There's a reason you don't have – Some teams don't have a chance anyways. uh, Well, that's true. The the level between Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Kansas State are a little bit different when you're playing Louisiana. But what I'm saying is is, is the difference in the rules – I, you, 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 I said a nine. I said an undefeated Ohio State team should be considered. I, I mean, I'm, if they go, if they go through their th- their their schedule and they're dominant, then yeah. But when you start looking at the scenario, I, there's really one scenario. You've only heard me say one scenario where I think somebody's going to get screwed. If an Alabama team is ten and zero and gets beat in a close game in the championship game, and Ohio State is eight and one. That was the scenario that, that several people said. I'm like, how do you just say, okay, who did it, who, did, who was their one? I mean, I think that's pretty important who their Exa- one is. Th- exactly. And, 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 but this, if they're losing this, to, a, to a scrub Indiana or Illinois, something like that. And when the one happened, and that's what I was like, you can't just say, the, the, uh, Brad Edwards, who surprised me, made the statement. And an eight and one conference champion from the Big Ten will be in. We're and, just going to scratch him off the list for college football <laughs> commissioner, Brad but, Edwards. You, you disqualified right, yourself, right? But 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 and, and to, that's to my point is eight and one conference champion automatically being in over a ten and one runner up that's only lost to the other to the conference champion, and that team potentially at that point could have been the number one team in the country. Or vice versa, the number one team in the country lost to the ten and one conference champion. I just, like I said, and I, and I'm being honest, Joe. <laughs> it's probably not as much about the football because technically, I know I could watch nine games and go, "That's the best team in the country." I I know that, but I'm not gonna give the Big Ten any. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Let me get Tom in. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. Probably not, but. <laughs> Good morning, Tom. You're with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? How are you this morning? I'm good. Martin, I, I want to say this first of all. When you get going, I feel sorry for the devil on Sunday. <laughs> and you've been lighting him up, man, I bet, on Sunday. I, 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 well, I, I try to. I mean, if you get a hold of something, you're like a pit bull with a bone, man. Well, it's just I it, like it, it. I like it. It's just it's just that they just, oh, I just they just make me. Man, it's just. They're, like, they're like trying the to make it Martin. sound. They're trying to make it sound like Tom that they were brilliant, that they were right. Everybody else was wrong, and now well, it's going go, to be confirmed. Really behind the curtain, it's going to be on, confirmed. The though. Big Ten. They're going to still you know, get everything. and I know what's behind the curtain at the Big Ten. What's I mean, that? But the, the wizard. I'm, I'm sorry. I said, is it the wizard that's behind it? The Wizard of Oz? Well, not fooling really, everybody. But, uh, it, it's the religion of uh, some of the people in that region of the country, and and politics is their religion. And I think that it, I think a lot of that was politics. But so be it. That's what it is. They're playing. I'm glad. And um, let me ask you this question, and Joe, you can come in on this too. Tom. Uh, if it, if we're not talking Ohio State, let's say we're talking. One of the other teams. Mm-hmm. Do we have the same argument for the Big Ten? 
You know what I mean? You may uh, touch as if I go undefeated or no, one no, no. Loss. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, if if one of these other teams, if if are we saying that that the Big Ten should be in? These people who are saying the Big Ten should be in, are they mm-hmm. saying that regardless of who it is, or are they just assuming that Ohio State's going to be that conference champion that's nine and zero or eight and one, and therefore they should be in? Speaking for myself, I anticipate Ohio State running the table in the Big Ten. Should they have, if they win all their games, should they have a place at the table? Yes. Uh, uh, because there's going to be good competition for them with that all conference schedule. What if I would And, and I agree with what you said now because it's sacrilegious to disagree with a national championship member on the 92 team. And, uh, but I agree with what you're saying. Nine games is enough to evaluate whether they're worthy or not of a playoff spot. I think that's the key statement that you made this morning. And I, even and, though I hate that I had to make that yeah, statement. Yeah, I know. I it, hate I just, had to say that. <laughs> the truth hurts sometimes. You know that. I know that. And uh, But that is a truism in this whole thing. Now, my, I want to say this. And like I said, I, I, I don't tend to argue with you too much because I think arguing with a member of the 92 National Championship team, greatest team ever to play at Alabama, uh, is football sacrilege. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and, I mean, you just go back and uh, you think about that, and, uh, and I believe that's a truism. But uh, anyway, Martin, I, I think that uh, that they would be worthy, and I, I think they should be welcome. And my point is always been win all your games, just win them, but and see, then nobody can oh, argue oh, oh, Pat, whether or oh, not Tom, you belong. Tom, you you you're now in. Uh oh, you just stepped on one of my soapboxes. I hate I'm sorry. that. I hate the fact that you have to win all your games to be considered the best team in the country. Only well, one, only one Super Bowl champion has ever done that. I know. And the only place where you have to be perfect to be considered the best is is college football. I know, but and, and, mine, and, 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 and so it's a pet peeve of mine because you're asking eighteen to twenty three year olds to be perfect every single week, but you I don't agree. you don't I, put I that agree. same expectation on the NFL guys. I agree. I agree. It's a different system. It, You're right. And so, so, so I every game though. I think our, you should evaluate best team, best team. Not, not. I don't think if you're not going to have true conferences and true divisions, I don't think you should require a team to have to go undefeated because an undefeated SEC team is totally different than an undefeated Pac-12 team. I agree. I agree with that. But I'm saying. Uh, when you start out at, at the point where we are now, we hadn't played a game yet, Big Ten, SEC, anything like that. But when you start out, you say, look, you know what? There's one way to take the argument out of the playoff picture. That's when all the game. Now, stuff happens, we know. And uh, and we've made it without winning all the games. Hey, we know that, too. Let me ask you this, and, Tom. Uh, what what if, if a twilight world happens we we're five, in the twilight world. Uh, no, but 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 the Pac-12 got you know they got pee, peed on by the Big Ten. <laughs> so, but what happens in the world? And I, I have to let you go because I got to get to Hank. But you and I can pick up this conversation. What happens when we have if we were to have the world where all five teams went undefeated? 
Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. That that is a (laughs) scenario that could happen. You're exactly right, and that would be one more. I I mean, your telephone on this show would be lit up. They'd have to put you on for 24 hours. Yeah, so (laughs) I appreciate appreciate you, man. Coming up next, we're going to have Hank South 247 Sports Bama Online Recruiting up next right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, home of the Heisman Trophy, we've got a two to three vehicle wreck with one overturned and with injuries on 2059 eastbound just before the McFarland exit. The right lane and the exit ramp is closed at this time. Come see the Heisman Trophy on display today at Towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com, that's peptalks35.com, or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line, engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up, churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank, fuel burning fast. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. It's now time for our weekly catch-up with recruiting guru, Hank South, 247 Sports. Good morning, Hank. How you doing, sir? Hey, good morning, Martin. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Well, we didn't have any announcements, uh, but uh, there's been some some activities and different things. Give us an update on where the Crimson Tide stands uh, as far as recruiting goes. Yeah, so no commitments this week. Uh, the last commitment was um, Tuesday before last from Robbie Oost, the tight end from South Carolina. Um, that commitment put Alabama up to the number one spot in the 
recruiting rankings on on twenty four seven Sports, um, and and Bama has a, a decent grip on it. You know, it, it's been going back and forth by you know a tenth of a point between Alabama and, and Ohio State, but right now Bama has uh, just over a two point edge over Ohio State right now in in the um, in the race for the number one class. So pretty pretty healthy lead, I guess, um, compared to. Uh, you know, last month when it was going back and forth between the two. Um, as far as, you know, new developments this week, um, more so rankings-wise, um, 24-7 Sports updated their top 247 on Wednesday, yesterday, and um, a couple of Bama commits um, made some moves up. Monkel Goodwine um, and our rankings went up to, uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but I think it was 118 in the country. He was just outside the top 200, so he's now – the number 118 player in the country, and then Kadarius Callaway, he is now up to uh, the number 170 player in the country. He was outside the top 247. So a um, couple big moves, and, and that obviously you know, boosted uh, Bama's team ranking score a little bit higher with those two moving up. Um, but other than that, you know, it's been, been fairly quiet um, this week um, when it comes to Alabama recruiting. Um, nationally, obviously, there was some big news yesterday with the dead period being extended through January 1st. So a lot of, you know, a lot of the same that we've been dealing with recruiting wise since, since March, that's going to continue on um, through the new year. And uh, speaking of that extended dead period, uh, based on kind of the way you've seen uh, programs adjust, uh, does this give Alabama uh, an advantage or, 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 you know, neutral impact on their ability to close out? Uh, uh, this year? You know, I, I think, you know, from my point of view, I, I think it gives Bama sort of an advantage. You know, we saw them really excel over the summer as they kind of hit their stride with this whole virtual recruiting thing and, and got everyone on board. Um, you know, we'll see how much of an impact it has uh, on guys that just haven't been to campus yet. You know, guys like um, J.C. Latham, Christian Leary, and even Kadarius Callow, I just mentioned, they, they've never actually been to Tuscaloosa um you know we've seen guys take their own visits in the last few weeks you know we saw Georgia have a big recruiting weekend um you know unofficial recruiting weekend where, where the recruits went went by themselves um, LSU did it Oklahoma did it so you know maybe we, we see that happen more this fall where guys kind of just organize their own trips to go to games um and, and check out campus for themselves I know, I know I was talking to Christian Leary and he was saying he wants to he, he plans to get to campus at some point um, just to see it. But, you know, overall, you know, I think it's an advantage, you know, that this gives, um, you know, it keeps Bama or, or any other schools from having to worry about their commits going to other campuses on, you know, an official visit capacity. Um, so it takes a little pressure off there. But at the same time, you know, like I said, it, it could add pressure. You know, if a kid has seen a different school and knows what it's about and knows what it's like in person, you know, do they feel more comfortable with that come signing day? having, you know, been operating with the assumption that they were eventually going to be able to visit the school they're committed to. Um, so we'll see. But I think overall, you know, it, it helps. You know, they have these guys in place. I don't think we're going to see a lot of a lot of flip-flopping, especially, you know, with it being a dead period and, and coaches not being able to talk to the kids in person. That's at Hank South 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting, uh, at Hank South 247 on Twitter. Uh, we got Pat, who wants to get in with you, Hank. Uh, Pat, what's your question for Hank? Hey, Hank. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Fellas, do y'all hey, y'all agree that we're not going to get a running back this year that, uh, and 
that we're going to have a possibility of uh, three defensive linemen. I mean, I, I, I'm hoping to get two, one being Shamar Turner and one being uh, Adele. Uh, but uh, what about JTT? If, that, if those mm-hmm. three were available, would they not be part of this class? Yeah, yeah, I, I can't uh, envision a scenario where all three of those guys wanted in that you know, Ben Moat would, would want to say no to that. You know, obviously, you know, the, I think that the hope is to add two more, at least two more defensive linemen. Um, those three are all big targets. I think those they all have the opportunity to commit right now. Obviously, down the line, um, you know, as, as the class kind of fills up a little bit more and other needs need to be addressed, that, that could affect things. But I, I don't think it, at this point in the cycle, any of those guys would be turned down from committing um, to Alabama. And, you know, I, 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 yeah, I, I kind of lean towards there not being a running back in this class um, at this point. You know, guys like Kamar Wheaton are obviously guys that could commit and, and could be a part of this class if they wanted to. Um, but it looks like he's trimming to Oklahoma at this point in time, although he hasn't made a commitment yet. So, you know, it's still one we're keeping an eye on. But beyond Kamar Wheaton, there's some other names we've We've talked about like Tysheen Johnson, who's making commitment later this month. Um, you know, Armani Goodwin, the Auburn commit. There's a kid in Houston named Alton McCaskill that's been in contact. But um, yeah, you know, having signed three last year, having the depth they have at running back, um, I, I could see them, you know, just holding off and, and focusing on 2022 when it comes to that position. Gotcha. All right. Hey, have a blessed day, and hopefully we'll get us a deep back. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Pat. All right. Hey, Hank, uh, let's dig a little deeper. Uh, Curtis Moore was wanting to know a little bit more about uh, Shamar Turner uh, in terms of, you know, uh, he Pat listed like three guys, but is Shamar Turner, is Alabama in the hunt for him? Where do they stand with him in terms of his recruiting? And and Curtis's evaluation is that he's, he, he's five-star talent. What's your thoughts? Yeah, um, and, and uh, Alvin was absolutely in the mix with him. And I think the guys Pat listed the three, you know, um, Shamar Turner, Tumiste, Adelier, and then uh, and, uh, JT Tumolo are, are the kind of three defensive linemen we're watching close. There's some other ones, you know, Tyreek Sapp, the Florida commit, Mason Smith, the, the defensive tackle from Louisiana. So there's guys, I mean, that, that's a position where there's, there's several guys we're still looking at. But there's three defensive ends are kind of the names we've kept closest eye on. Um, and then, yeah, Bama's right there in the mix with Shamar Turner. You know, kind of some of these recruitments that we've been following kind of down the stretch, um, you know, it kind of just depends on who you talk to as far as, you know, you might get a different opinion as far as where things stand. I know some people in Texas think it's an in-state battle between Texas and Texas A&M for Shamar Turner. Um, then, you know, he has the, the three out-of-state SEC schools in his top five, being Alabama, um, Georgia, and LSU. Uh, he, he's been to Alabama already this year. He was on junior day in February. Um, so, you know, he has that familiarity. I, I think we'll see um, with, with Shamar Turner. I, 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 couldn't, I could see where he, he might move his decision up. He, he had been kind of waiting out to see if he could take official visits um, before making a decision to his top five. Um, but obviously now with that off the table officially through January 1st, um, I, I could see a scenario where he bumps up his decision, maybe even takes, some visits on his own to campuses if, if uh, you know, he decides to do that. So that, that's what we're watching. And ben, ben is right there in the mix. And I think Bama, Texas, um, you know, I, I think you could almost make an argument for all five schools in his top five. The only thing is he hasn't been to Georgia or LSU. So uh, maybe it is, you know, Alabama versus the in-state Texas schools for him come decision time. And so yeah, he, he's a, 
he's a really elite talent. Um, 24-7 sports has him in the top 100. I think they're, they're higher on him or we're higher on him than, than anybody else um, in, the, in the recruiting industry. Just a, a really impressive kid. He has really good size. He, he's, a, he's a kid that can fit into different schemes. He's pretty versatile. So um, definitely a lot to like about Shamar Turner. Well, I can tell you, uh, Hank, you started uh, touting um, Will Anderson down the recruiting trail. And <laughs> everything, everything that's coming out of Tuscaloosa right now uh, and from the practice facility, uh, his position coaches, his teammates, and the other coaches all say this kid's, you know, he's getting that in the same sense of the way Tua was talked about as a quarterback. He's getting that type of clout yeah. as, a, as a defensive player, as a true freshman. So I, I'm not saying the kid's going to come in, and I, I, don't, I don't like to put that type of pressure on a, a freshman because there's so much more, you know, to it than just having talent. But it, it seems that you guys nailed uh, Will Anderson when others was questioning, you know, uh, were you what was two four seven doing that to give Bama the bump? But it seems like this kid's legit. Hey, back to yeah. uh, back to a point. I don't know if anybody's thought about this. Uh, you know, Alabama. I don't see a scenario where it happens, but they could have every running back they have back next year. You know, I mean, people really yeah. hadn't thought about that. You know, and so if I'm a running back and I'm looking. If I'm committing early, I'm not committing to Alabama. Najee <laughs> Harris, at least, uh, would have to declare before I committed to this, this, this running back room. I mean, has, 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 have any of those conversations started happening with guys who may be in a position where their favorite school has a lot of depth uh, and, and have guys that, that could make the choice to stay and come back? They, I mean, from the kids I've talked to, they haven't yet. You know, I, I, it's kind of just been, um, you know, business as usual on the recruiting trail. But, you know, as we've seen the said period get moved back, you know, we're going to have to start seeing, you know, schools are going to have to start adjusting, you know, not being able to host visitors this fall. They're going to have to kind of start coming up with some new, um, beyond, you know, what, what, what's been established with the, with the virtual recruiting, kind of new recruiting pitches on, on how they're going to win out some of these, you know, final recruiting battles. And I, I think that's, certainly one that's going to be used is basically people that are playing kids that are playing this year just it's not even a year that counts so that's going to be some, i'm sure a recruiting tool that everyone's going to try to utilize to their advantage when, when trying to win out these remaining recruiting battles but yeah you look at the alabama recruiting room and I, it's kind of hard to envision Najee harris coming back yeah it is, but, other, but uh yeah. but you know, brian but no, robinson you make your point yeah, but brian robinson is point. a legit a legit yeah. po I mean, say Najee has a great year and Brian has a, a good year, but not the one that he wants. He could easily decide, you know what? I come back. I'd have to lose this position. I could be that guy the next year, you know? So, so, right. so it's, it's legit. And, 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 and a lot of people, if you've not been through it, it, it may not seem like that big a deal, but my personal scenario, Hank was I went, I started getting recruited overall as a freshman, which was crazy back in the day. Uh, but that was because I had a teammate that was being recruited heavily. He was a parade All-American. And, mm -hmm. and and so he ended up going to Auburn. So guess what? I went to six or seven Auburn games probably every year. You know when I decided to come to Alabama? The first time I saw them play in person, and it was in Birmingham. And I never told a soul. Of course, people weren't asking you back then like they do now. <laughs> but but my my point was, 
I cannot tell you why. I came to see Alabama play in Birmingham against Florida. They got beat like a drum. Alabama did. I left that stadium saying, I think that's the team I want to play for. And it's, it, 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 I mean, it, it, and, and so you, you don't, I, I can't, when you hear guys say, man, once it was confirmed, once I saw them, that's where I wanted to go. And, and, and it felt yeah. like home and all of this stuff. And so, you know, you know, I came down between NC State and, and Alabama, and I decided not to take my visit to NC State because I said, if I go there, I'm going to change my mind. Because I had right. fell in love with the school and had never seen the campus. But I got – I came – it snowed on the week of my visit. The next week, the 16th of January, I came to Alabama, and, I, and, I, and, and once I saw the campus and they presented – it was confirmed. And I, so the dead week thing is, man, it's huge in terms of these guys and these kids not, not getting out there. So you're right. I think they're going to have to make a huge, huge adjustment. So I, I know I'm yeah, supposed to be interviewing you and I start talking, but it's, no, just, it's no, just a huge, no. huge thing. No, you bring up a really good point. Yeah. I mean, it's going to, I think, you know, I, I do think we're going to see kind of those unofficial, unofficial visits right. become more prevalent Yes, um, just for the kids to, you know, to get a feel for campus at least. We saw Robbie Utes do it, and that, that kind of, you know, that ultimately made him comfortable with Alabama was, you know, seeing it in person himself without seeing the coaches. So, can yeah, they we'll, get we'll, tick- uh, I'm sure we'll see more. Can the players get tickets? They, I don't think – I think part of whatever, you know, wow. the NCAA came out with yesterday was they can't do tickets because I think that would just obviously promote more kids coming. Um, I, I could be wrong. I need to check on that. Cause yeah, because that's, word it that's an interesting thing is if they can get tickets as a part of their official visit, it may not be all the other stuff, but at least they can be on campus. Yeah. And then – And maybe – And you then know, if you – Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just saying there, there was so much backlash on Twitter yesterday, you know, talking about how are you going to let these kids sign with a school that, you know, they've potentially never even seen or, or you know, met a coach in person. Yeah. Um, so maybe the NCAA, you know, reverses course a little bit and says, you know, yeah, and, that, and that's the, that's the thing I'm thinking, Hank is is that is that being unfair to the kid who's never yeah. got a chance to even go, you know, in a in a in a in a live game action, even though it's modified, at least they get to see some of that. Well, Hank, I'm I'm yeah. man, we'll we'll have to pick up this conversation because sure. it, this is an intriguing time in every aspect of of sports, but recruiting is no different. So we'll catch up with you next week. Tell our listeners Definitely. what you got coming up, man, and uh, what you got going on. Yeah, you know, just uh, you know, 10 days away from, from kickoff. Um, you know, a lot of team coverage um, with, with the guys practicing. Um, recruiting, you know, still plenty to pump out there as well. You know, it's just a few spots remaining. And if you sign up today, um, it's, a, it's a dollar to try it for your first month, see if you like it. Uh, hopefully stick around at demoonline.com. All right, that's a dollar to sign up. Uh, stick around if you get that opportunity. That's Bama Online Recruiting, Hank South, 247 Sports. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, Hank. That's good. All right, uh, John, stay tuned. We'll get you over on the other side in the two-minute warning. You'll be up and hot on the mic. Tide 100.9 Traffic.
From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, home of the Heisman Trophy, we still have some delays on 2059 eastbound before the McFarland exit because of a wreck. We do understand the travel lanes are now open, but emergency crews continue the cleanup. Come see the Heisman Trophy today. It's on display. You can get a picture made. Plus, get a great deal at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Category 2 Hurricane Sally made landfall near the Florida-Alabama line Wednesday with 105 mile per hour winds and rain measured in feet. President Trump says mass vaccinations for the novel coronavirus could begin soon. Federal law enforcement pushes to restore order amid protests across the U.S. And Mayor Walt Maddox plans to keep an amended version of the moratorium which closed Tuscaloosa's bars last month. Details on these stories and more on the way. For the latest local news, log on to TuscaloosaThread.com. I'm Jade Nicole. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. It's now time for our two-minute warning. You can be a part of it. We got... uh, John from Lake Martin calling in. John, you're with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Good morning, sir. I was just have a question about, we were talking about the polls earlier, and you had some great scenarios that, you know, what will they do? I want your opinion about back in the ancient days when uh, they let computers decide these kinds of things. Which do you prefer? I, I, think, I think a combination uh, of both uh, because – uh, computers can sometimes just take statistics and not know the scenario. Um, and, and, and when they do a composite type of things, you may score 50 points on, as, as Joe mentioned, you may score 50 on Rutgers and Vanderbilt and score three on LSU uh, and the other team scores, you know, 30 on uh, Michigan and, but the point total looks the same or, you know, so, so I yeah. like the human element uh, piece of it, but uh, I also like the computer side. I, I'm okay with the computer side as well. And I think the combination of the two uh, probably helps to minimize uh, any bias uh, with the, the computer helps to minimize bias, but the, the eye test also helps to uh, put in some of the, the, what really happened, as well. So I think the combination of the two is better than one or the other. Yeah, you would support a combination. I would do the same because computers are so sophisticated. They can really, you can program a lot in there. And yeah, I was personally okay with the BCS just going to four teams. Or if they had just did that, I would have been fine with that. Because if you go back and look, the same teams that were kind of, the, the same teams, I think it's almost the same result. The same four teams would have probably been in in BCS as the college football playoffs for the most part right now. Hey, Appreciate th- you, man. God I, bless you. I appreciate your patience. Thanks, John. All right. Hey, uh, there's some news uh, uh, that we'll we'll get dig into it tomorrow, more on tomorrow. But uh, Devontae Smith, rumors out there that he's playing a little bit of DB. And is that the position that we need DBs and extra guys the most? We'll break that down more on tomorrow. We'll get with Saban's audio on tomorrow. And we'll be back here at the same time. I'm Martin Houston. 
That's Joe Gaither. This is the Martin Houston Show. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lead not your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Roll Tide. A celebration.